Unbreakable Dad Podcast, episode 28. Scott Rumsey's client success session. Let's go. What's happening team? Welcome to episode 28 of the Unbreakable Dad podcast. As always, I hope we're feeling good. I hope we're having a fantastic week so far. And in today's episode, I've got another client success session that I wanted to share with you. Now, I shared one of these on episode 20 a couple of months ago, and this went down really, really well. But if you don't know what a client success session is, and you haven't listened to the last one, um, basically what these are, these are sessions that we run every quarter, every couple of months inside the Unbreakable Dad program. And essentially what it is, is we take someone inside the program that is doing really, really well, has been part of the program for you know at least a year, and it's achieved some great results. And what we do is we bring them in and we basically break down their journey. We first and foremost identify, right, what are the achievements? What are the wins that we've had in the time of being in the program? And we look to be able to celebrate and reflect upon that. But the really powerful part of these sessions is looking at the challenges that this individual has overcome, how they have done it, the mindset that they um, have been able to build to be able to do that, the resilience they've been able to build. We look at the key anchors that they're doing day in, day out, which has resulted in them achieving the goals that they've achieved. We look at the key lessons that they're able to share and they are really, really powerful sessions. Like so many of the guys inside the program get a lot from this because it's, you know, it's a real good insight site because all of these guys have the same tools um, that they can utilize, the same support. So it gives them a real good boost and inspiration. That, like, if this person can do this in this time frame, like, why can't I? And I also like to then share this out onto the main public podcast, which I'm doing here, because it gives everyone, again, a big, huge bit of inspiration and just, again, shows um, a real life journey. Because I think sometimes when you'll see like a before and after photo or you hear, hear someone talking about the program, all you're seeing is the highlight. And although that's good, you actually want to hear like the journey. And that's why I like to share these. So in today's episode and today's um, client success session, this is what we, this is a session we did uh, a couple of weeks ago now in the uh, Unbreakable Dad program. Um, we had the one and only uh, Scott Romsey come in. I know some of you listening to this will know who he is. Uh, absolute incredible guy. I've worked with Scott for over two years. And I remember when I first came across him, he came into my, uh, my five day, I think it was a five day challenge at the time. Um, it was January 2021. And I was like, wow, this guy, I would love to be able to work with him on a closer level. Uh, at that point, um, he didn't actually uh, carry on after the five days. He, he actually, I remember he sent me a, a video and he was absolutely buzzing. He said he got so much from the five days and he's happy going it alone. I was like, yeah, brilliant. And secretly, <laughs> deep down, and I say this on the session, I was hoping that uh, you know, I'd be able to work with him at some point. But I was so glad, of course, that he got so much from the five days. And then he came back in, so I think it was the five days in, in March um, and ended up then 
fully committing and since then he's been a man on the mission um he's absolutely obsessed with Dwayne Johnson as you might hear on the session um so he labels himself as the hardest worker in the room not from an ego point of view it's that's like his mantra almost that's what he kind of lives by and he uh, speaks about this in detail um we call him Mr Project Rock <laughs> because again he's so obsessed with it but it's the mentality behind this it's not just him saying it it's the mentality behind it which is so powerful so you're going to get a huge amount from this session Scott is an incredible guy he's got incredible energy and um he's achieved some great things don't get me wrong but this guy has had so much go on in his life in the t in the two years of the things he's achieved he's become a dad for the second time as well which he had to deal with there was complications uh, with um, the birth so there was a lot of stress and everything like that he really had to take the lead uh, and whilst having all of that go on he was still able to maintain his standards he was still able to um, show up as the as the man the dad and leader that he is and um, yeah such an inspiration so enjoy the session any questions that uh, you have off the back of it please do let me know but uh this is going to be an incredible session so enjoy scott how are we doing guys how are you? How are you, you all right yes, yeah mate. really good thank good. you yeah we uh we were just having a little chat before and i didn't realize what time it was but that's why we were about a minute late uh because <laughs> we we're just going back and forth with everything that's going on right now but as always if you are listening back to this um and you haven't ex um, experienced or heard of the success sessions before i know a good few of you now have um essentially it's just an opportunity to unpack someone's journey and um basically look at right what are the key anchors behind the success that this individual has had um look at the challenges most importantly that has been over uh, overcome biggest lessons uh, and yeah just really you know not to um there's no, there's no kind of criteria to have to get on a success session and you have to achieve certain things it's really just someone that is operating consistently over a long period of time and no better person than the main man, Project Rock. He's got loads of nicknames over the last two years. Hardest worker in the room, um, Mr. Scott Rumsey. Um, because I'm sure every time you see a post from him in the group, you're like, wow, okay, this guy is just on another level. But we're going to unpack this tonight and we're going to actually uh, open up almost things that are behind, you know, behind sometimes what is shared. And I know he's very honest and open all the time, but that's the beauty of doing sessions like this. And Really, I want you to, even if just take one thing, as always from these sessions, um, that is the purpose of them. If it's just one little nugget that uh, Scott does as part of his routine or says or his mindset shift or something like that, that's what they hear. And I think every single one of you, regardless where you're at in this journey, should have that kind of almost driving force of like, this This should be you. This should be you on the other end of this. This should be you with your own success session. And again, it's not the fact that you have to be doing anything spectacular or, spectacular or crazy, but it's just like, you want to be in this position uh, and that should be a good little motivator for you to be able to go, yeah, this is going to be a great time for you to be able to uh, reflect and look back. Because that's what's great about uh, doing these. Anyway, I'm going to shut up. I'm going to get the main man in. Um, what we'll start with, as we always do, Scott, is yeah. basically just take us back to before you were even part of, obviously for you, it was um, all under the Father Fit stuff and everything like that. Um, and yeah, just take us back to where we were at before we even jumped on. I think it was the five-day challenge at the time, wasn't it? What was life like for Scott Romsey back then? I, I was a very different person. Very, very, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Um, yeah, I was a completely different, I, I wouldn't better recognise myself if, if I'd travel back in time. I was severely depressed. I lacked motivation. Um, I wouldn't be getting up at five o'clock in the morning, I can assure you. I just didn't have that drive. Um, yeah. And 
in the matter of the years since I've been doing this, my life has flipped uh, 360. <laughs> and um, yeah, I've just kind of developed this new, completely new personality, if you like, where, like I said, if I saw myself in the street a few years ago, I wouldn't have recognised myself. Yeah. I don't think anyone probably would have believed, if knowing me now, I don't think if anyone saw me that you'd realise that that was the person I was. And I'd agree, mate, 100%, because I remember this so, so well, because it was, correct me if I'm wrong, January 2021, right? Yeah. Yep. And it was the five-day challenge that you came in on at the time, right? Yeah. And this guy just absolutely took off. It was just like a man possessed. And I was like, wow, this guy is, <laughs> is a whole new level of energy. Um, but after them five days, um, you were like, I'm good. I know. You, you, you were like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And you went, you went uh, alone. I remember you sent a video or you posted a video, didn't you? Thanking and saying how well you did. And I was like, secretly, I'll be honest with you. I was like, I really hope I get the chance to be able to work with this guy at some point because the energy and just the the action taken was unreal. So I knew at some point would hopefully get the opportunity uh, to do so. But really, when I think what's really important to, to look at from the mindset at that point, because like you say, you were in a you know a low position like you've just mentioned there. And you came in for them five days, which injected that kind of um, inspiration and kind of like extra extra level of uh, you know mindset with regards to where you're heading. <laughs> well, after them first five days, do you feel like was the biggest biggest takeaway or the biggest change that you saw? Like, oh, I, I can I, that is almost resulted in where you are now. What was the biggest thing that you took away from them? Um, I'd probably say the kind of routine aspect of it. Um, I remember kind of doing like the, you have to forgive me, it was quite a while ago now, um, but kind of planning, that it was more kind of the organisation and creating the routine. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what day it was. It must have been like the third or fourth day, I think. And kind of having those action steps. Um, <laughs> I'm not getting emotional. <laughs> Got a back not yet, off not yet Dave. Not yet. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it was it was very much that. And it, that was kind of the catalyst. But kind of going back to where I was and when I started the five day challenge, I basically had that realization that I couldn't carry on the way I was. I was not mm. I was living a kind of. I was existing rather than living. Yeah, and that's that's no way to live, in my opinion, especially now that I've experienced it the other way around. Uh, yeah. There is no way I would ever want to go back to that. Yeah, 100 percent, mate. And obviously then I think it was March, um, you came back into the five days and then you were like, right, I need to commit. Um, what do you think the difference was at that point coming in that second time? Because you had a taste for it. You, you kind of went yeah. on your own for a little bit. What was the difference yeah. that second time? Like, why, why did you I, feel like you had to commit then? I think I missed the accountability aspect of it. Okay, yeah. Um, so I, I, I did okay for those two months, but then I kind of thought I kind of need a bit more with this. And... Um, I saw something really special the first time round I'd done it. So I thought I'll do it again and just see where we go. And then, uh, yeah, you, uh, it, you changed my life. So. And that, that's where it all started because then you went into obviously the 30 days. Then I think, well, after that, correct me if I'm wrong again, that's where you basically at the time, it was like the one-to-one -one coaching, right? You get like, get me in there. It was literally, it was just, he was in every, everything that would come up. He was like, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Um, and he's just been a, a, you know, a man possessed since then in a, in a really positive and good way. But the thing is obviously um, it's really, it's really easy to, to look at these last 
two of the bit years and go, oh, look at how much has changed, look at the, the incredible stuff. But then also the I think the 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 good the great thing about it is the fact that there is so much challenge that has actually come in that time, so much has changed in your life, which has actually made this journey even like even better in the long term. Do you know what I mean? Even though in the time where there's things going on going wrong and there's challenges and really down points, but it's made you the person you are today. And that's really what is going to be great, I think. And probably the biggest takeaway from a lot of the guys listening back on this is, yes, we can talk about the weight drop. We can talk about the mindset. We can talk about the things that you've achieved and we can do that. But ultimately it's like, okay, how have we overcome life essentially? Because life happens and it has had huge curveballs thrown your way. So the way oh, yeah. in which we're going to work this tonight team is obviously we like to break down the pillars, but now we're kind of working in within man, dad, and leader. That's exactly how we're going to do this with Scott's session tonight, which I think is no perfect person to be able to do this with because he's got such an understanding of exactly where he kind of sits within these and uh, a level of self-awareness of it. So we're going to kick off with the man, the main man, Scott, and the individual, which is all about obviously uh, how we're operating the standards that we have. Uh, and again, we're going to do it in a framework of He's going to share some wins or the kind of main anchors behind his success, challenges overcoming and lessons um, or things that you can kind of take away. So let's start with the standout kind of wins and achievements as a man, as an individual for you, Scott. Yeah. So uh, I think the biggest win for me, and I, I say this, I don't mean it like I've got an ego or I'm, I'm like, I, I don't say this lightly, but because I know how hard I work when I say that, I feel that I've become the hardest worker in the room. I kind of really feel like I've embraced that ethos. And again, it's not an ego thing. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not the fastest. I'm not the strongest. That's not part of it. it that's the label I give myself because I know that's what I kind of embody, if that makes sense. So it's become, it's basically for me, kind of that personality of being the hardest worker in the work, in the room and kind of refusing to be outworked by anyone else. Love that, mate. Love that. And it's like, like you say, it's not trying to compete. It's not trying to outdo, but also there is element of that because it's like, that's how now internally you're thinking it's, it's you versus you, right? It's like, you got to be better than you were yesterday. You focusing on the 1% as we, as we all do in here. But I just love, I love the mentality. And I think I spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? And I said, there's one thing saying I'm the hardest worker in the room and obviously using the rocks phrases and, and all that sort of stuff. There's one thing saying that anyone can say that and you can, you, and it's not even just that you can read these bullshit motivational quotes and that sort of stuff, which are often great. But if you're not actually going to embody them, live within them or use them and use them to inspire you, they're useless. And that's what I think I would 100% agree with regards to the standout for you as a man is you say you're the hardest worker in the room and you prove it, you, you know, and it's exactly the same as unbreakable dads, right? If we're saying that we're unbreakable dads and, you know, for me in particular, like I can't, I can't not be showing up and not doing the things that I'm saying I'm doing because that's not me living um, the ethos that I'm creating. So I think it's so important and that's why every single individual, I think it's important to have that level of awareness. So yeah, mate, that's huge. Really, really good. Um, is there any, from a, from a, um, from a man perspective, yeah. main kind of anchors that you feel like are, are are rooted in your success and that helped you get to where you are with regards to what you do. Yep. So I think um, consistency of routine is is really really important for me. Um, something that kind of anchors 
that I've, I, it was only kind of recently that I read this. There's a quote that I heard and it's, it's really stuck with me. It's, um, stay, it's about staying with the breaking that creates the blessing. And it's really true, actually. You are going to have hard days. Like, obviously, you know, I'm only human as well. Believe me, I have bad days. I have days where things don't go to plan, um, where I'm not motivated to get out of bed. It happens, but it's kind of seeing the greater picture. So the way I kind of always look to do it is even if I didn't go to the gym one morning or something, it's still kind of keeping trying to keep my personal standards as high as possible and if I can get through the day knowing that I've done you know I've done the very best I can with what the day's thrown at me then you know I've done a good job for the day mate that's absolutely bang on and it I know there's a couple of individuals that with what you've just said there is going to resonate so much and help so much because we speak a lot about expectations right and I think sometimes High expectations on ourselves is good because like you say, you say, you say to yourself, you're the hardest worker in the room, but the reality is you being the hardest worker in the room is going to look different every single day based off what's happening. And this is where the expectations versus reality comes in. Because I think if I use an example of, again, I'm not going to say names, I'm just going to use conversations I've been having. I think sometimes we can have the standards and we can be operating up here and we can be really, really good and, you know, um, hitting absolutely everything. But if we're any less than that, it's a failure. It's like the days, the days written off, the weeks written off. And that's where really it's your ability to kind of have that level of self-awareness to understand that your best looks different every day. And it's just you accepting that some days you're going to have to be okay, yeah. as we've been saying, with an okay day. Yeah. And that's where it's just changing the relationship with what success and what most importantly, consistency looks like and what it means. Do you know what I mean? So, mate, that's huge. I appreciate you sharing that because I know that's going to help so many guys and I'm sure it might even help good for you that are in here now. Cool, let's move on to what I believe is probably going to be the, 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 the biggest kind of takeaways from a lot of guys in here, which is the, the challenges because you are no stranger to sharing, you know, and being open and honest with things that have happened. But from you as a, as a, as a man perspective, what's been the biggest challenges you've had to overcome in your um, time? Probably kind of lack of security in myself. So that feeling of inadequacy um, especially when I became a, a dad for the first time thinking oh my god I can't do this because so it's not just your child you're looking after you're, you're supporting your wife um, you know it's I've had a lot of challenges especially in the last couple of years absolutely um, and I think it's you know it's not just that even like for example you know financials it's but it's trying to kind of realize that there is a, a solution out of every every issue and kind of trying to calm your mind to kind of think rationally to come to a conclusion and, and a solution out the problem yeah so and yeah resilience is something that we all can see is probably one of your biggest strengths where do you think that's that is that something that you feel like has always been there or has it just been built up more it's been sort of amplified over the last couple of years uh, it's definitely not been in there in the past, believe me. Um, I used to be a horrendous warrior, like really bad. Um, I used to have horrendous anxiety. And like I said, depression used to be significantly bad. And I think it's just something that, especially over the last couple of years, where I kind of just got to that point where I was just so low, I thought, I have to get myself out of this. It became 
kind of like um I don't know, a mud wall that became rock, that became iron eventually. And I think it was just building it up and kind of um, like David Goggins uses the, the, the term callousing your mind. Um, and that's kind of making yourself, putting yourself in discomfort to strengthen yourself, to become even harder. Yeah. Um, I think I've explained that right. <laughs> Mate, you bang on, 100%. 100%. Because you think about what we've been talking about with discipline, right? The only way you build discipline is by getting uncomfortable and actually doing the do every single day, regardless how you feel. And resilience is exactly the same. The only way you build resilience is by facing challenges. And like you say, from from the conversations we've had, from the things that you've shared in the group, you know, even like job, losing your job, changing jobs, yeah. obviously um, we'll come on to it in the, in the dad section anyway, but obviously becoming a dad for the second time, dealing with everything going on there. Um, it's been crazy, right? It's been, it's, it's been pretty full on. It's been so, full on the last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Just to finish up on this kind of resilience and challenge section here. And it's obviously going to be different depending on, what is cropped up but let's say there is something that you know is 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 not ideal and there's something that is cropped up which you weren't expecting what is is there, is there a process that you tend to go through when it comes to things cropping up like that that you almost try and settle your mind and you know like you just said there think more logically about what it is that you're doing yeah i i guess especially to begin with it was kind of more taking five minutes out and kind of calming myself down um, and then trying to kind of think of a solution out of the problem. Um, I think now it's become a bit more kind of automated. Okay. So I don't really think of it so much. Yeah, good. And it's almost like you conditioned your mind to it. Sorry, my <laughs> wife got back to me. We got a, vis- we got a visitor. <laughs> I thought I it was something. What she, was doing. She, was, she was taking the mick out of me in the background. Sorry, I was trying to be... <laughs> Mate, no, no, no worries at all. No worries at all. I thought it was one of the kids coming in to come in and like join in. But... I won't tell you what she was doing. She was giving me some hand gestures. Oh, man, that's all good. That's all good. Um, awesome. Let's finish off this um, this man section with regards to biggest lessons or anything that you want to share with the lads that you feel like um, could really help them as well. Yeah, I think for me, like I said, it's just kind of staying with the breaking, I guess. I, I don't know who said that quote, but just kind of riding the storm and realizing that you will get out of any any predicament you're in there's nine times out of ten there is a solution a reasonable solution out of the problem yeah so that'd be my advice awesome man awesome love that team let's get you guys involved um lee's just put on here amazing turnaround life and true leader yeah 100 i couldn't agree more um team Drop in the chat just so um, we can get an idea of what do you feel like is your biggest insight, takeaway or thing that uh, Scott said there, which you can resonate with or helpful. Uh, we'd love to uh, know before we move on to uh, the second pillar, which is all about obviously what majority is, well, all of us are here for, which is obviously um, being a dad, which is um, challenging at times, but obviously an incredible job. Love the mindset. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's the biggest thing and change from it, isn't it? It's the it's the mindset shift from everything. Expectations oh, being okay. Uh, being okay. Um, I, thought it, I thought it was someone uh, in the background of you, of, uh, of, of you, Scott, but it's actually Vaughn. Uh, <laughs> it's Vaughn's, uh, Vaughn's uh, the best place, in his, oh, his favourite place in the whole world. Expectations. Cool. All right, team. Appreciate that. Let's move into the second pillar then. Um, 
you as a dad, and again, we'll kind of use the same um, process with regards to wins, achievements, or kind of standout moments for you as a dad, uh, which has had an impact on you operating at a higher level. Because as we know, and as we've got the framework now, you get yourself thriving as a man, which is the focus, everything else follows. So um, what stands out for you here, buddy? In terms of wins, um, yeah. sorry, was it wins? Yeah. Um, I think just the bond I've got with my children. Um, so, you know, Ted, Ted said it to me the other day, I was like his hero and that, you know, that's always what I kind of strive to be. Um, and I love it when I come in, in the evenings and like Ted will run up to me and give me a cuddle when I come through the door and Lily's always like ridiculously excited to see me. <laughs> um, so, you know, they're the biggest, biggest wins because that's all you really ask for. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And do you feel like with the journey that you've been on and how you're operating and how you are around the house and how you're able to, you know, um, be more in control of certain situations. Do you feel like that's, that's just amplified the kind of relationship you've had with them, but then obviously family as well. Do you think that's helped that? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, for one of the, one of the challenges I do have is especially being a dad the second time with Lily. I don't know if you can hear her in the background, but when Lily cries, she kind of has that, I don't know if anyone's seen Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, but it's a bit like the mandrakes when you pull them out. It's that cry <laughs> that pierces your soul. That's the best way to describe it. And um, sometimes that is a challenge. I won't lie, because uh, I don't know why it just it just literally rips through my soul when she cries. And um, it can be quite difficult when she's having a moment. Um I can't, re- sorry, I've completely gone off track now. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. We're going with the flow. And we've got Lily involved, Lily involved in it as well, which is all good. Um, but yeah, I think what, you, what you're saying there as well is that nothing's perfect, right? No one's, I think as parents and as dads, like, again, it's almost the same as ourselves. Like sometimes we have super high expectations. We think everything has to be perfect. We think, oh, we question ourselves. Are we doing the right thing? Are we doing the right thing for them? And the reality is, let's face it, I'm sure we'll all agree, is we're all just fucking winging this. We ain't got a clue, yeah. really. We're just we're just what hoping that what we're doing is right, and that's all it is. And it, again, just like life, it's just a learning experience. As you go through things, you get better, and that's exactly what it is. So yeah, love that, mate. So so powerful. So you've touched on a little bit of the challenge there, but um, anything else stand out for you as a dad in particular that you've you've had to overcome as challenges? Yeah. We've been working well, especially my wife. She's been amazing. She's um, we we think our son has autism. Um, so we've been trying to get an investigation for him to to obviously get some support and help that he needs. It has been a challenge because uh, my wife actually works with children. She works with uh, she deals a lot with autism. She's done courses on autism so she can clearly see it um, and she knows all the signs and everything. And it's been it's been a challenge to get to this point um, because he is so high functioning. He is incredibly intelligent um especially for his age it's scary what he can do um and just trying to keep up with him sometimes when he's just constantly so high functioning all the time you know that's that's a big challenge because he won't keep still for two minutes he has to be doing something (laughs) he has to be learning all the time and it's um you know it can be a challenge um but um we're making really good progress on that so he he had his first assessment the other day so fingers crossed we're heading in the right direction but yeah it's been that's been a major challenge the last couple of months yeah appreciate the share and the honesty as well mate and obviously it's uh, always challenging and difficult 
when um, you know things like that crop up, which again you just you don't plan for, do you? You don't you don't uh, uh, have any experience within as well. I think one thing which I'd be interested to explore, which I think you know those that were in the group when it happened would be interesting to hear, is when Lady came along. So obviously second uh, second child. Obviously there was a lot going on there, and you don't have to share into that. So absolutely everything. I know you shared quite a bit in the group, but I think what what I'd be interested in is how did you deal from outside in you dealt with it pretty well i know obviously it was quite stressful uh internally but how did you process the, the the challenge and change of becoming a dad for the second time because you know we're still seeing you in the gym we're still seeing you doing stuff for yourself how did you process that how did you get away with it i suppose <laughs> yeah so i i think this the second time with lily so uh, ted was born naturally everything was all fine lily was complicated we um eventually got uh, Gemma got rushed in to have an emergency C-section. Um, there was she got she caught an infection um, during when she was um, oh what's it called uh, induced. Yeah, so she developed a, an infection which was risky to Lily. So they just said they literally gave us two minutes warning and said right we're going to take her down straight away. And for me, the the sheer terror in that moment, but I had to pretend that everything was okay, even though I was physically having to stop myself shaking with panic um, because Gemma was terrified. And, um, you know, that was one of the the worst moments of my life, to be honest, um, and especially kind of when you expect a, a happy moment. It wasn't quite the same feeling, if that makes sense. But even afterwards, um, where Gemma had had her stitches, she had various complications after as well. She couldn't move around so well because of obviously the, um, the the healing process. So again, I kind of had to do quite a lot as well. So it was just kind of working together as a team. Um, I mean, Gemma's parents were excellent. They they really helped us out with Ted as well. Um, but yeah, I just tried to do whatever I could. And sometimes it meant getting up at like three o'clock in the morning to do a quick hour in the gym whilst everyone was asleep and just try to kind of keep up with it. Uh, as best I can but at the end of the day um you know it's it's about kind of dealing with expectations so I just had to kind of roll with the punches really and just do what I could do and um just accept what the situation was and that's an important lesson I've learned throughout as well incredible man again appreciate the share and what an incredible incredible mindset that is to be able to deal with everything like that I mean I remember speaking to you about it about when when the stuff was going on. Obviously, um, you know you know a lot. You know the story about um, my experience becoming a dad yeah. for the first time, and um, you know the reason I'm obviously doing the charity stuff for for the, the London Marathon this weekend. So, yeah, I think as hard as it is, you've got to be the strong one, right? And that's really what we're going to go into in, in a second, where you kind of stepped into being the leader and like, okay. That's why having the support network and, and and obviously the group and myself and everything in your corner, because that's your release. That's where you can be you. But then you as, in, in the, as the family man, as the person that has got to be there as a strong one, that allowed you to be able to do that. And even if it was you crazy, it looks crazy, you going in the gym at three o'clock in the morning. To do, it wasn't even the fact that you're going in there to, 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 to try and trim down. It was literally for this, right? It was for your mindset. It was simply just a space. Uh, which I remember you saying was huge. So, um, mate, incredible. So, so inspiring. Um, finally, I know there's a few lessons in there already. Any kind of major lessons that you've learned as a dad going forward? There's always going to be so many of these. 
um, something I would say if if someone, a friend of mine was just about to become a dad for the first time, kind of the, the advice I would give them is, yes, it is pretty difficult to say the least, um, but try to enjoy every minute. Um, Ted is now coming up four years old. He's just got his place in school. He's going to start school in September. It feels like yesterday. So, um, you know, I, I just try to cherish every every moment I can. Um, easier said than done sometimes because uh, sometimes they can push your button quite quickly. Um, but, yeah, no, you just got to enjoy what it is. And the thing is, life is so unpredictable as well. You just don't know what's around the corner as well. So you, you just got to try and enjoy it, really, haven't you? Yeah. Incredible. Incredibly powerful and strong message there, mate. And again, this is what we talk about a lot is being present in the moment, right? Because again, it's easy to get carried away. It's easy to get caught up and frustrated, but ultimately it's why we're here. It's why, we, why, we, why we're wanting to improve ourselves so we can be better dads, we can be better leaders. And uh, ultimately we want to be able to enjoy the things that bring us the most joy and fulfillment. And that's exactly what you just said. So incredible stuff. Team, what has been the standout moment for you? We've just gone through in that section, anything that kind of comes to mind or anything that you can resonate with, anything that has inspired you that uh, Scott has just said yet yeah, there. Um, let us know before we move into this final section, which I'm looking forward to because this is all about leader, leadership. And um, obviously this is a huge part of it. So um, yeah, feel free to put in the chat uh, what has um, uh, stood up for you. And um, let's dive straight into this, Scott. Let's dive, dive into this as you as a leader because... I know a lot of the lads will be probably interested to hear what first and foremost, don't know if I sent you this on the WhatsApp, so I might be putting you on the spot here. I might've done um, in your words and your mind, what does being a leader mean to, to you or look like for you? I think for me, it's having courage, courage to take responsibility, to take, take the reins if you like. And make decisions and not question your decision-making, if that makes sense. Um, that's the way I kind of do it. I, I kind of imagine kind of like leading a family through a forest or something and having like that kind of courage to go, right, this is the way you need to go and have that kind of intuition that you know you're taking them the right way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, 100%, mate. And um... I think the biggest thing with this, and it's something we're going to be exploring even more, especially the fact now we've got almost one of the pillars as leader is like looking into what does being a leader for each and every one of us, because it's going to look different for just like being in a break. Well, that looks different for each and every one of us. It means something different to us. Just like, again, uh, being a leader, because it, you know, it's not, I think sometimes leader can be quite a, an intimidating word for some, some guys, you know what I mean? There's some people because they feel like they have to be at a certain status or they have to be a certain position in their life or done certain things to be considered a leader. But really it's not, it's not that. It's exactly what you've just said. It's the courage to actually be like, look, I'm going to take control here. Yeah. I'm going to take, I'm going to, I'm going to make decisions based upon what serves me, what my highest values are, what's going to be best for my family. And that's, um, you know, something that you do incredibly well, mate. Um, all right. Achievements, wins, anchors as you, you as a leader, what stands out for you, Scott? Um, I think um, the ability to kind of stand tall and make those decisions with confidence. Um, I think that's, yeah, I think out of all of them, that's probably the most kind of short and snappy one. It's, it's that confidence in myself. And where do you think that comes from? 
I think I think it's just something I've developed as as I've gone through the program where I've learned all these new skills and become so resilient as well that I've developed that kind of understanding that I can I can go through anything life can pretty much throw anything at me and I will find a way around it one way or another um, and that's that kind of confidence that yes I am the dad I am the leader I might not, I may not get it right every time and that's fine uh, but life is all about making decisions and standing by them and having the confidence to make a decision is you know in, incredibly empowering um, and it's much better than not making a decision and kind of procrastinating and just faffing about in my opinion so it's it's really kind of yeah that kind of that that confidence really yeah yeah love that mate and it almost ties nicely into what i was speaking about yesterday on the podcast about we've all got decisions to make every single day you know yeah and especially with regards to ourselves easy route hard route and it's like we're not going to get it right all the time it's not going to happen we're not going to be perfect but what you've just said there is you've got to take responsibility. You've got to fucking own it. You, if, yeah. you, if you go down the easy route and you, you, you fuck up or you, you, you sabotage, you've got, to, you've got to own it. You've got yeah. to own it. You've got to stand up to it and go, look, I made, a, I made a bad choice there because we're all human. We all have things going on. We all have challenges. Definitely. The biggest thing is what you've nailed there, the procrastination, yeah. the uncertainty. Yeah. And I think it all comes back down to the confidence you've built as a man. And this is yeah. now perfectly, because this is the first time we've done a success session with these pillars, you now actually start to see everything filter down. You yes. now start to see everything filter down because you as a man has built the frameworks behind the resilience, behind the confidence within yourself because of how you're operating physically and mentally. So now as a leader, externally, yeah, that's how you're able to then operate because you have the confidence that no, this is the way that I'm going to go. This is why I'm doing it because you're so certain with the direction that you're heading and the vision that you have as well, which is huge. Definitely. So um, definitely, it's almost been a big breakthrough for me tonight because now I've got man, dad, leader, <laughs> and it's that kind of proof that it works. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it, is, it, is, um, it is something that is really good to to kind of look over the risk. Okay, challenges or. Um, yeah, any challenges you feel like you've had or had to overcome as a leader, Scott? I think, and I, I say these challenges because I, I, I think the word challenge is really, uh, really quite opt here. So obviously I've had a, quite a lot of curveballs thrown my way over the last couple of years and that they could have either broken me or made me stronger. And, you know, fortunately, uh, I got through each and every one. It's just made me so much stronger as, as, as I've gone along. But, you know, it's not been easy. <laughs> and um, I know sometimes I'll post, I'll look, you know, um, everything's amazing. But, you know, I do have bad days. I do have off days. And that's absolutely fine. And kind of moving on to my kind of uh, takeaways or something I'd pass on as advice to other people is, it's okay to ask for help as well. It, in fact, it's fundamentally important. There is zero shame in asking for help. In fact, it takes so much strength to ask for help that if you if you are asking for help, that means you're actually an incredibly strong person. And um, that's something I feel that I'm, I'm really good at, actually. If I kind of get to a point where, you know, I'm not quite sure on the certain the, the direction where I'm going, I'll reach out. And I'll seek advice and feedback from everyone. Um, and that's just that's just really, really important. 
mate. That's huge. I couldn't have said it better, better myself. And <laughs> I think a lot of the time, I think I, I speak about this in my content quite a lot, as, as you probably see, but asking for help is often the biggest challenge and barrier for so many of us, whether you're in this program or outside of it. You know, there's, there's always, you know, it's, it's, let's, 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 let's be blunt. It's an ego thing, right? It's like, as blokes, we want to be like, it's all right. We've got everything sorted. We're all good. I can deal with this myself. And it's like, you may well be able to do that. And I've been that I've, I've been there. I've been that person that has said it. And then I know every single one of us has elements of that. But like you said, the courage, the strength to put your hand off and go, look, let's just like, let's get a second opinion on this. It's huge. And I know you're one of the best at doing this. When I know when you come to me, okay, something's gone on. And it's not even the fact that it, everything's gone crumbling down. It's almost just a reassurance, right? It's like you, a lot of the time, you already have the answer. Yeah. Just confirmation. Definitely. Would you agree? Definitely. Absolutely. And it's usually, like you said, it's usually not when it's like, oh my God, it's this code red sort of situation. It's, I've noticed something and I kind of want to address it there and then. Prevention's better than uh, reaction to it, isn't it? So, 100%. And I think that's a big thing for all of you guys here. Again, I think some of, some of you will be resonating with this because when we're jumping on these calls or we have like back and forth on WhatsApp and that sort of stuff, it's not actually... It's not actually me, like you're coming to me to be like, look, I'm completely stuck. I don't know what I'm doing at all. You actually have the answers. You have the, the idea. And it's just that everything's become a little bit cluttered. It's come a little bit uh, all over the place. And it's just realigning. And that's what a lot of the calls that I'm having with you guys are now. It is very much just like, look, where do we want to be? What, what What's happened? What are the thought process? Because it just allows you to speak and it allows you to voice it. Because when you're voicing it to someone that is not, directly involved or emotionally involved and it's kind of that external it really really does help to be able to just be able to gain clarity on um yeah everything that's going on up here because again sometimes life goes crazy we've got lots of things going on and everything just becomes a little bit unclear which is totally normal and okay so um team with regards to the leadership leadership section what stands out for you what is the biggest takeaway for you? Pop it into the chat uh, before we close up tonight. Um, I think there's some really good stuff in there. Really, really good stuff in there. I think obviously the um, the ability to own your decisions, I think is the one that stands out for me the most because calling out your own bullshit is not easy. <laughs> it really isn't. And that for me is um, a true definition of a leader of going, look, I'm not perfect, but... This is when I'm wrong. I own it and I get back on track and I do it. Yeah. Asking for help and find it hard to hear. Uh, I, find, uh, I still find it hard to do. So. Yeah. And I think, Dave, you're 100% not alone with this. Is finding it hard to ask for help. It's very, very difficult for us all at times. But the fact is, knowing that you've got so many different support avenues within this in, in uh, different ways and people in your corner, I think it just empowers you. Would you agree, Scott, just knowing you've got a team behind you? Definitely. And that's, again, that was one of the reasons why I, I kind of got more into it in, in March, didn't I? So I kind of realised that I had that accountability and the guys around me in the five-day challenge that you, you had to kind of rely on. You could support each other. And then obviously I found that within the, the, um, the brotherhood and then it obviously became Unbreakable Dad and everything. So 
and that's yeah. that's really really important and you know certainly my advice to anyone is if if they are struggling with whatever just reach out because it's it's so important to talk and um not bottle these things because nine times out of ten there's a, a really potentially quite easy answer out of it um it's just sometimes our head just tells us that we we can't do it when actually we're more than capable of getting ourselves out of that situation yeah 100 mate and again i know that's gonna that's gonna ring true for a good few people that'll be listening back to this as well because again i jump on calls with a good few of you guys the majority of you guys on a weekly basis sometimes and i know sometimes there's almost a bit of resistance because you're like oh, i don't want to be a i don't want to be I don't want to be a pain. I don't want to be a waste of time. I don't want to, you know, waste my time or is this relevant? Is, you know, I think sometimes we can, we can assume to have support and help. We need to be rock bottom and everything absolutely crumbling. Sometimes like we've said many times before, it's like something just doesn't feel quite right. It's just something's a bit off. That is the perfect time to go. Look, Mark, I'm going to jump on a call or lads, anyone got this going on? That is the perfect time. So anyone listening back or on there now, it's totally, totally normal to feel the way that you're feeling. Like you say, utilizing it uh, is so, so important. Let's close the show then. The number one question that I always like to throw at the end of this, which is always interesting to hear different people's view, especially because again, Unbreakable Dad as it as its uh, you know entirety is just over a year old. So it's always good to get different versions and um, yeah, uh, uh, views of what people see it as. So for you, Scott, what yeah. does being an unbreakable dad mean to you okay so i'm going to go for the ability to show courage make decisions guide and lead pretty much just sums up everything we just discussed which is incredible yeah. <laughs> which is perfect how was that how are you feeling after that scott oh it's amazing amazing it's, it's actually really good because um like you said actually when you're talking about the three pillars i just realized how like you said they've all kind of just drip fed into one another haven't they really so uh it's it's a good kind of um exercise to realize how far i've come and like mm, i said you, you guys met me well before 2021 honestly you guys would not recognize me honestly um so yeah Love it, mate. Love it. And I know there'll be a, a, there's a, a small handful of you that will remember probably the time that you came in and probably uh, uh, being super, super inspired from especially seeing you from what you've just spoke about, where you've come from. Um, from my point of view, it's been absolutely incredible to be a part of your journey and to see you grow and develop into this absolute hardest work in the room, savage, however you want to kind of like describe it. It's uh, I know you're a huge um, inspiration to so many of the lads and hopefully tonight is just... It's just given a little bit of clarity on, look, Scott's had an incredible journey and he's operating at a high level, but it's not been plain sailing and it still isn't plain sailing. There's still many challenges that are thrown your way. Um, and that's absolutely fine. That's why we're here. That's why we're Unbreakable Dads. That's why we have this support network and team around us. So, uh, Scott, any um, any closing words from your end, mate, that you want to finish up with? No, all I would say is I just try to um, encourage everyone to, kind of have that hardest worker in the room mentality and just just go for it you know uh, challenge yourself and push yourself as as much as you can within you know within your own expectations you know don't don't, don't go doing anything silly but um you know 
embrace each opportunity each opportunity and just just go for it that would be my advice love it absolutely love it team i hope that's been helpful i hope that's been insightful really inspiring to hear huge change and hear honesty thanks for sharing appreciate it. really helpful awesome ian I'm glad it's been helpful um same for anyone else that's on right now if you want to pop in the um in the group kind of yeah what has been the biggest takeaway if you want to say it like that or insight inspiration whatever it is that you kind of listen to um tonight or on the replay and go oh, that's something that i'm really going to embody whether it's i'm going to in my own version be the hardest worker in the room or whatever um that means to you or looks like for you um certainly a lot of things that i've taken away for myself as well just mentalities of you know the way that we talk about things in here and that's the beauty of this is we can come up with all these different trainings and podcasts and that sort of stuff but it's just reiterations of um my way of seeing things and then also how how then you guys are embodying these certain things because you're not going to take on absolutely everything it's all about what's going to be relevant to you amazing session amazing journey uh, thanks for sharing awesomely appreciate it team thank you so much scott you're an absolute legend thank you so much and thank you for um yeah the inspiration and energy that you bring to this group uh i was scott's second five-day challenge 30 day also in the brotherhood he's inspired this journey oh. as being incredible there you go that you try to make him cry, Dave. You try yeah, to make him cry. He got, he, <laughs> he got, he got all the way, and he was all right. Um, so yeah, like you say, Dave, Dave has, um, Dave, Dave's been there with you every step of the way, and again, it's been incredible. So uh, yeah, Scott, thank you so much, mate. Absolute legend, team. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you so much for uh, being here, and uh, we will speak to you all very soon.